0: The views and opinions expressed in this program are solely those of the program's contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the University of Alabama.
1: Thank you all so much for listening to Bless Our Hearts, Alabama Quilt Bag Stories. I'm Kevin.
0: And I'm Lizzie. Bless Our Hearts is a podcast about the stories of queer people living in Alabama.
1: Jen is here today to tell us about finding supportive community and navigating places that aren't as friendly to LGBTQIA folks. We're talking with Jen. How are you doing today, Jen?
2: I'm doing well. A little sleepy. It's a bit of a drive from where I live to get here, but...
1: How long did it take you to get here?
2: About an hour. Hour and a half, depending on traffic or construction or what have you. But okay. any excuse to get out of my tiny town and come to the big city of Tuscaloosa. <laughs>
1: Where's your tiny town right now?
2: Fayette, Fayette, Alabama. About an hour west of here towards Mississippi.
1: So Jen is trans. Yes, sir. And you, uh, you were living in Tuscaloosa for a while, and then you recently... Went back to Fayette.
2: Yes. I've been here uh, up until about four months ago, living in Tuscaloosa for about eight years.
1: And what's the experience like between here and Fayette?
2: Well, in Fayette, I don't really socialize with folks there because the average age of the residents there is about 60. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> um, there's definitely a lot less nightlife. Is there any nightlife? No. No, no bars. Most restaurants close about eight or nine o'clock. So
0: So what I think we like to do is just kind of begin by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself. So apart from the things that we've already said, uh, could you tell us about yourself?
2: Uh, All right. Well, I know we already said my name's Jen, but my name's Jen. I'm trans and I've been out with pretty much everyone who I consider good friends here in Tuscaloosa for the better part of Five years now. I like to cook. I do it professionally. Some might say. Um, <laughs> other than that, it's uh, just uh, biding my time till I can come back to school and playing video games in the meantime. And that's it's about the extent of things. What I've are you playing around. right now? Oh gosh, so many things. Well, it's anything my computer can run. Yeah. So uh, World of Warcraft's back at it. So that's been a real good time. Sink on my days off. <laughs>
1: You said that you were out with your friends in Tuscaloosa and you recently moved back to Fayette. Are there people there that you're not out with?
2: Um, Yeah, anyone that I know by name in Fayette, which I worked and lived there for a time before coming to Tuscaloosa for college. Not out to really anyone there. My mother knows and uh, one or two other members of my family know. But to the public of Fayette, no, I'm just uh, I'm just still my mother's son. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're really here for you to be able to tell us the stories that you want to tell us. So what did you come to talk about today? Oh,
2: goodness. Well, see, I've been mulling this over the last few days wondering what I wanted to talk about because I feel like it's nice that I've had the friend groups and things I've had living in Tuscaloosa so long that allow me to do my best to present myself as how I see myself, and that's definitely been a hard thing about moving back to Fayette and sort of not doing that anymore but uh it's really nice to have found this sort of pocket of progressivism in the friends and co-workers i've had here in tuscaloosa that despite me not having any sort of medical insurance to cover treatment for, you know, hormone replacement therapy, you know, a litany of things people need to go through, especially in this part of the country to transition. It's been really, really nice to have the people I've had around me to encourage me to, you know, keep trying, even though there's not really much I can do about it right this moment. (laughs) So we've
1: talked to a lot of people who it seems like most of the people that we've talked to are part of kind of the university community here. I don't get the feeling that we've talked to a lot of people who have lived out in the more rural areas of Alabama. And, uh, you know, you mentioned before that you, you weren't comfortable coming out to some of the people where you're originally from and where you went back to. Uh, what, what kind of things do you worry about would happen if you did?
2: Well, in a lot of ways, especially, you know, I'm when I'm in Fayette now I'm definitely a homebody I don't go out and socialize you know I mean as far as you can socialize in Fayette which I guess is going to the Walmart (laughs) but I just know that I mean my mother seemed to handle things all right not exactly supportive but you know she's not too angry or bigoted or things like that but that's a very uncommon characteristic in Fayette and I would definitely be afraid to actually express myself around Fayette proper if I were to go around. I painted my nails before coming to this interview here, and I had to run to the Walmart during that, and I basically kept my hands in my pockets the whole time. Mm
1: -hmm. Not to ask too much of a generic question, but how does that make you feel to be, be somewhere where you don't feel like you're able to be yourself?
2: It's stifling. And especially the fact that to cope with it, I do stay home a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I feel really isolated from friends and family that, you know, I've made here, you know, only an hour away. But, you know, with time and money, it's a little difficult to just come whenever I want. So mm-hmm. I definitely feel isolated out there in Fayette. And with how terrible the internet is, it's hard to even use that as sort of a tool to, you know, for escapism or things like that.
1: Mm hmm that's an experience that i feel like just too many people in alabama are having right now Yeah, because like you said you come somewhere like the university and you have a fairly open-minded group of people but you get out in these rural areas and it's not like that is there has there been any way that you have found to maybe find people that you could relate to out there
2: in fayette no and you know i've only been there Uh, Back about four months now, so it's not like I've really tried. I've Mm -hmm. basically tried to keep to myself since moving back to that little town. And I wouldn't even know where to begin to find, you know, I'm sure it's not a very large town, but out of a population of five to 10,000, there's got to be at least one or two other trans people (laughs) there, but especially with when the, everybody's
1: hiding it's yes, hard to yeah.
2: hiding or you know they might just be of a certain age that they don't use technology where maybe they could connect to other people mm-hmm. and you hear a lot of stories about older transgender people who do live out in rural communities and you know they really suffer for long periods of time because they just never considered it to be an option yeah
1: mm-hmm. would you have any advice for someone who is uh Doing what you just did and coming from somewhere where they were able to feel comfortable and having to move back into that environment.
2: I mean, you know, as much as people harp about how bad it is to spend all your time on your phone or the Internet, it can be a really great tool for connecting with people All around the world, you know, that might have similar experiences to you. Mm -hmm. And I know I've definitely used that in the last few weeks to, you know, stay connected with friends I've had here in Tuscaloosa or make new friends online. People I can just talk to when there's no one physically nearby that I feel like I'm comfortable speaking with. And that's a great tool. And if you can, you know, luckily Fayette is only an hour away from, you know, a little progressive city like Tuscaloosa. So I don't have to go too terribly far to have, you know, real world friends to speak and interact with. But for those who might be further out, I would definitely say the Internet is one of the greatest tools of mankind for connecting disparate people. Who may feel lonely.
1: It's the baby boomers. The baby boomers Mm -hmm. are the ones that bitch about that all the time. Yes.
2: (laughs) And a lot of times to their own detriment. Like I said, if if someone's in their 40s and 50s and never considered transgender to be even an option and now because of the Internet, they hear about it and Mm -hmm. they might reconsider and they can go and find other people like them online to talk to. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really wonderful.
1: So – What's next for you? What's your plan now? I'm assuming that you do not intend to stay in Fayette.
2: I do not intend to stay in Fayette. It's a nice little, uh, I guess you could say, sort of a getaway vacation, but it's gone on a little long now. Unfortunately, due to money constraints, I'll have to stay there for some while longer. But the plan is to hopefully uh, go to culinary school and continue an education in something I'm actually passionate about because I wasted a lot of time here at the university taking classes and doing things I for subjects I did not care for. Mm-hmm. And it'll be nice to go to school for something I do care about that will be at a school that won't cost nearly as much money. So either one here in Tuscaloosa or possibly Birmingham. And I would prefer Tuscaloosa just since I already have a, a baseline of friends and people I can rely on, live with, all mm-hmm. sorts of things.
1: What would it take for you to be able to do that?
2: Uh, well, to get off to school is... I. Got to finish saving money to pay back a lot of debts I owe here in Tuscaloosa um, and then continuing to save so I can afford deposits on apartments, Mm -hmm. tuition, oh, all sorts of things. The list is endless. But that's why I'm hoping to hopefully move back here to Tuscaloosa where I could maybe have my friends back, people that I can rely on, you know, Mm -hmm. possible roommate potential, things like that, rather than trying to make my way in a new city by myself. Would you say that
1: you're not on HRT right now?
2: No, I'm not. I don't have any sort of medical insurance of any kind. And uh, I know you can get it without that, but it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. And typically you have to drive very far away from mm-hmm. little towns like Fayette or Tuscaloosa to get it.
1: That is something that you're, you intend to do, though.
2: Oh, yes, definitely. As soon as I possibly can. But I've got a lot of other more pressing things that I need to save my money for which sucks because i know they're objectively more pressing but i really would rather spend the money on things like hrt (laughs) but as i'm currently living with my mother that is not an option
1: ideally where do you see yourself in about 10 years or so
2: in 10 years what are you
1: what are you gonna be like what are you gonna look like (laughs) what are you gonna be doing
2: well i would like to have a lot more tattoos and boobs (laughs) and I would like to be yelling at people in kitchens making at least enough money to afford my own place not having to have a roommate Mm -hmm. and just sort of living that life uh, working line cooking I love love working in a restaurant so it's hot and messy but it's a lot of fun
1: well you are an absolutely pleasant person and I really hope that that all works out for you thank you I think it will
2: I would hope so but you know, one step at a time. Like I said, ten years is a, a long ways from now. So I've got a lot of things to plan between here and that hopeful future.
0: Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed for boobs and yelling at people in kitchens. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank you all one last time for listening to Bless Our Hearts. This podcast was put out in observance of LGBTQIA plus history month. We'd like to thank all of the people who stopped by to interview with us or who yeah. allowed us to call them on the phone. We really appreciate it and we enjoyed talking to all of you.
0: Yes, we absolutely did. Thank you so much. It's been our hope that this podcast would help queer folks in the state of Alabama recognize that they're not alone, find access to other people who have had experiences similar to them, We had also hoped that this podcast would be there as a resource for people who have loved ones who are LGBTQIA+, so that they can hear more information about the queer community in the state, and maybe learn a little bit about terms and ways to be a strong ally for the people in their lives that they care about. If you'd like to learn more... You can reach out to your local Pride organization, or you can find information at equalityalabama.org. If you're a family member of somebody who's LGBTQIA+, you can find information and community for yourself at PFLAG. PFLAG is a national organization, but they've got branches all over the state, and it's a great place to find community for people who also have loved ones who are LGBTQ.
1: We'd like to thank you all so much for having listened to this show, if you bothered to do so.
0: Absolutely, this has been a wonderful experience and i hope that those of you who have listened to it have gotten something out of it i hope that you found it hopeful or enlightening or at the very least just something to listen to while you're driving to work in the morning bye bye